Section 8 of the Cooking Manual. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Annie Rue. The Cooking Manual of Practical Directions for Economical Everyday Cookery by Juliet Corson. Boiled Dishes. Chapter 7. Boiling is the most economical way of cooking if properly done. There are several important points to be considered in this connection. We have already said that the best method of cooking meat is that which preserves all its nourishing juices. If in addition to this we can prepare it in such a way as to present a large available surface to the action of the digestive juices, we will seem to have reached culinary perfection. Judicious boiling accomplishes this, and we cannot do better than to follow Liebig's plan to first plunge the meat into boiling water and boil it five minutes to coagulate the albumen to a sufficient depth to form a crust upon the surface, and thus confine the juices, and then add enough cold water to reduce the temperature to 158 degrees Fahrenheit if the meat is to be rare, or 165 degrees Fahrenheit if it is to be well done and to maintain this gentle heat until the meat is tender. There is comparatively little waste in boiling, from the fact that the fat melts less quickly than broiling or roasting, and the covering of the pot retards evaporation, while the water absorbed by the meat adds to its bulk to a certain extent without detracting from its quality. A strainer or plate should be placed in the bottom of the pot to prevent burning, the pot should be skimmed clear as soon as it boils, and the subsequent simmering should be gentle and steady. There should always be sufficient water to cover the meat in order to keep it plump. Less body of heat is required to boil in copper or iron pots than in those made of tin, especially if the latter have been polished surfaces which throw off the heat. The pot liquor from the boiled meat should always be strained into an earthen jar and left to cool. The fat can then be taken off for kitchen use, and the liquor utilized as the basis for some kind of soup. 112. Leg of Mutton with Caper Sauce Put a leg of mutton, weighing about 6 pounds, on the fire in enough boiling water to cover it. Boil it for 5 minutes, skimming it as often as any scum rises, then pour in enough cold water to reduce the heat to about 160 degrees Fahrenheit. Season with a tablespoonful of salt and simmer the meat at the heat until it is tender, allowing about 20 minutes cooking to each pound of meat. If turnips are to be served with it as garnish, choose them of equal size, pare them smoothly, and boil them with the mutton. If the vegetables are cooked first, take them up without breaking and set them back off the fire in a little of the mutton stock to keep it hot. Just before dishing out the meat, Take a caper sauce, as directed in receipt 113, serve the mutton on a hot dish with the turnips laid around it, and send the sauce in a gravy boat to the table with it. 113. Caper Sauce Put one ounce of butter and one ounce of flour in a saucepan over the fire, and stir it until smoothly melted. Gradually pour in half a pint of boiling water. Season with one teaspoonful of salt and a quarter of a saltspoonful of white pepper, and stir until the sauce coats the spoon when you lift it out. 
Take it from the fire and stir it in two ounces of butter and two tablespoons full of small capers and serve at once. Do not permit the sauce to boil after you have added the butter, as it may turn rancid. 114. Boiled Ham with Madeira Sauce Choose a ham by running a thin-bladed knife close to the bone, and if the odor which follows the cut is sweet, the ham is good. Soak it in cold water for 24 hours, changing the water once. Scrape it well and trim off any ragged parts. Put it in enough cold water to cover it with an onion weighing about an ounce, stuck with six cloves, and a bouquet made according to directions in chapter first, and boil it for four hours. Take it from the fire and let it cool in the pot liquor. Then take it up carefully, remove the skin, dust it with sifted bread or cracker crumbs, and brown it in the oven. Serve it either hot or cold. If hot, send it to the table with a gravy boat full of Madeira sauce. 115. Madeira Sauce Put over the fire in a thick saucepan one pint of Spanish sauce made according to receipt number 44, or the same quantity of any rich brown gravy. Season with salt and pepper to taste. The seasoning must depend on the flavor of the gravy. When scalding hot, add half pint of Madeira wine and stir until the sauce is thick enough to coat the spoon. Then strain through the fine sieve and serve hot. 116. Beef a la mode jardinière. Daub a seven pound piece of round of beef by inserting with the grain pieces of larding pork cut as long as the meat is thick and about half an inch square setting the strips of pork about two inches apart. This can be done either with a large larding needle called a sonde, or by first making a hole with a carving knife steel and then thrusting the pork in with the fingers. Lay the beef in a deep bowl containing marinade or pickle given in receipt number 117. Let it stand from two to 10 days in a cool place, turning it over every day. Then put it into a deep pot just large enough to hold it, together with the marinade, and turn it occasionally over the fire until it is nicely browned. Cover it with a hot stock or water and simmer it gently four hours. When it has been cooking three hours, cut about four ounces each of carrots and turnips in the shape of olives. Pare two dozen button onions and cut one pint of string beans in pieces one inch long. Put all these vegetables on the fire in cold water in separate vessels, each containing a teaspoonful of salt and half a saltspoonful of sugar, and let them boil till tender. Then lay them in cold water to keep them white until ready to use them. When the meat is tender, take it up and keep it warm. Strain the sauce in which it has cooked and stir it over the fire until it is thick enough to coat the spoon. Drain the vegetables and let them scald up in the sauce and pour it all over the beef. 117. Marinade. Cut in slices four ounces each of carrot and onion, two ounces of turnip, and one ounce of leeks. Chop a quarter of an ounce each of parsley and celery, if in season. Slice one lemon, add to these one level tablespoonful of salt, one saltspoonful of pepper, six cloves, four allspice, one inch of stick cinnamon, two blades of mace, one gill of oil and one of vinegar, half a pint of red wine and one pint of water. 
Mix all these ingredients thoroughly and use the marinade for beef, game, or poultry, always keeping it in a cool place. 118. Boiled Fowl with Oyster Sauce Prepare a pair of fowls in accordance with receipt number 99, but do not stuff them. Put them into boiling water enough to cover them, with a level tablespoonful of salt to each quart of water. Skim until clear and boil slowly until tender, about 15 minutes to a pound. When nearly done, make an oyster sauce, as directed in receipt number 119, and serve it on the same dish with the fowls, sprinkling them with a teaspoonful of chopped parsley. 119. Oyster Sauce Blanch one quart of oysters by bringing them to a boil in their own liquor. Drain them, saving the liquor. Wash them in cold water and set them away from the fire until you are ready to use them. Stir one ounce of butter and one ounce of flour together over the fire until they form a smooth paste. Strain into them enough of the oyster liquor and that the chicken was boiled in to make a sauce as thick as melted butter. Season with a teaspoonful of salt, quarter of a saltspoonful of white pepper, and the same of grated nutmeg. Put in the oysters and serve. End of section 8.